Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled father gets thrown in jail. Our next Reddit post is from Not A Cop Throwaway. I'm a 21-year-old guy, and I have an older brother, Dave, who's always been a jerk to me. There's only a one-year gap between us, but he liked to beat me up when we were kids. And he always acted like anything that was mine was also his. He was also somewhat of a golden child, which made me miserable. So, no surprise, I moved out at 18. My uncle is now a retired police officer, and he took me in after I left home. He even hooked me up with a decommissioned Crown Vic. I absolutely love that car. And for those who don't know, a Crown Vic is a car that was really commonly used as police cruisers, like, in the 90s, I guess? I don't know too much about cars, but I'll throw one up on the screen, because I'm sure you've seen these things before. I don't know why, but Dave hated the fact that I had that car. He drove three beater cars into the ground, while my Crown Vic kept chugging along. Well, after his third beater finally died when he drove it into a pole, he asked to borrow my car. I had a bad feeling, and I said that I wasn't going to do that. He called me entitled and said that he needed the car to get to work. I told him to take the bus, because I know how he drives and my Crown Vic was off limits. My parents called me after that and told me to just lend him my car. I said that I won't, no matter what they say. I rely on that car because it's my personal transportation. Dave wasn't the only person in the world who had a job that he had to get to. My uncle congratulated me for standing up to them. A few days later, when I got off work, the car wasn't where I parked it. I called my brother's cell phone, but he didn't pick up. Then I called my parents and asked them if he took my car. They denied it, so I said that I was going to call the cops, and then they admitted that he borrowed it because he needed it. I told them he had better bring it back right now, or I would have the cops looking for him. They called me a jerk, and then phoned Dave to bring my car back. He showed back up in the parking lot in my car 20 minutes later. I demanded to know how he stole my car, and he held up a set of police Crown Vic keys that he'd bought online. Apparently, some Crown Vic cars had universal keys. I told him that if he ever stole my car again, I'd have him arrested. Then, he had the audacity to ask me for a ride home. I told him that he made me wait in the December cold after stealing my car so he could walk. He called me a jerk-off before I drove away. After that, my uncle installed a tracking device in the car. When Christmas Day came, I was celebrating with family like every year. The roads were cold and icy, so I had to be very careful while driving. So, obviously, Dave borrowed my car again during the Christmas party. Apparently, he decided that he was going to pick up a friend and he figured that I wouldn't notice. But I did notice when I looked out the front car and I saw that my car was missing. I pulled up the tracking app and I saw that he was a few miles away. Then, I called him on his cell phone to yell at him. Everyone in the party saw this and asked what was going on. I said that Dave stole my car again. My uncle confirmed that it wasn't the first time. Dave told me over the phone to screw off and that he would be back soon. I said he better not have been drinking, but he just hung up on me. Well, while I was watching the tracker app, the dot stopped and didn't move for a while. Soon, we got a panicked call from Dave asking for help. He'd crashed my car because he couldn't handle the icy roads, and he wasn't used to a rear-wheel drive vehicle. So, we piled into my parents' minivan and followed the tracker. We found Dave by the road, and my Crown Vic nose-deep in a snow-filled ditch. My uncle was furious, as it was formerly a car of his department. And I was mad as hell at Dave for stealing my car, again. 
my parents wanted me to let it go. But I said that enough was enough and I was going to call the cops. Dave begged me not to because he really had been drinking before he set off and he would get a DUI. I said that he was going to pay me back for my damned car right then or I would sue him. Well, as luck would have it, the cops were already aware of this accident and they were driving in to check on the scene. Someone else had called them, I guess. My parents tried to say that I was the one driving the car and they were just there to help me. I said that wasn't true and my uncle backed me up. In fact, one of the cops that was there recognized my uncle and they had a chat. Then they went to Dave and asked to see his license, which I then found out was suspended after he'd crashed his previous car. Then they breath tested him. He wound up in handcuffs while my mother was crying and begging the cops not to take him away. But the officer just said that she and my dad could get arrested too for lying to the police. That shut my parents up. After that, we got back into the minivan. The Christmas party ended early, and my parents drove me and my uncle home since he rode with me. My parents didn't say much to either of us the whole drive, and they just sped away as soon as we were out of their van. They nearly slipped off the road themselves while doing that. My brother was let out of jail the next day, and he looked so scared that he was practically crying. The cops there had roughed him up a bit while talking about prison and the messed up stuff they'd see go on there. Dave had even actually pissed himself, and they let him take a shower. That's when my uncle started cracking up and revealed to us that his friends in the department never filed the DUI, and they just charged for the suspended license. That was only about a $600 fine. My uncle said that he just wanted to teach Dave a lesson, and that this was the one and only time that he would ever get his help. Dave then apologized to me and said that he would pay to get my Crown Vic fixed and he would never touch it again. When my car got pulled out of the ditch, the front end damage was actually minor. It just needs a new front bumper, a headlight, and a grill. The damage was just superficial, thankfully. My parents have pretty much glossed over the whole event and act like it didn't happen. Dave gave me the extra Crown Vic keys that he'd bought online and said this taught him a lesson that he won't soon forget. So OP posted an update, which I'll get to soon, but while we're on the topic, I also had like a major coming to Jesus moment when I was about in college. I think I just graduated. And um, I'm going to share that story <laughs> because it was super scary. I've always been like a kind of straight-laced guy. I don't go around breaking laws in general. So as a consequence, I haven't, I haven't run afoul with the law very often. I haven't been arrested. So anyways, that's the context. One night, I'm driving home from like a night shift at work, and this is in the dead of night. It must have been like 3 or 4 a.m., and I was driving past a school, and this was a school zone, obviously, but there's not going to be any kids there because it's like, you know, 3 a.m. Anyways, I was speeding, and I didn't know that it was that I was speeding because I, didn't, I don't normally take that route, and I was way, way over speeding. I was over speeding by like 20 miles per hour or something but the reason for that is because um it's like one of those roads where like the normal speed limit is let's say 40 but then it drops to 20 right in front of the school zone and then it goes back up to 40 again and i just didn't know that it was a school zone so i stayed at 40 all through the 20 mile per hour zone and a cop caught me in that zone and pulled me over gave me my ticket i was like okay this sucks i gotta pay a ticket move on then i got mail from from the government that was like that was like, you have to attend court. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a big deal. Then I got another letter from a lawyer that's like, hi, I'm such and such lawyer. You have been caught going 20 miles per hour over the speed limit, which counts as reckless driving, 
in a school zone. And these two things combined are like such and such penalty. And the consequence for like being found guilty is potentially six months in jail. And I'm like, holy shit. I could go to jail for six months if I get found guilty of this crime. And, you know, I thought about, do I hire this lawyer? I'm a college kid, keep in mind. So I don't, I don't have any money. I was working at a grocery store, night shift at a grocery store at the time. So I was broke. I couldn't afford a lawyer. I definitely don't want to go to jail for six months because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a pussy to be honest with you. So like, what do I do? And I thought about it. I really thought for days and days and my court my court date came and I came up before the judge and the judge says, you know, Mr. Bailey, you have been charged with X, Y, and Z. And the cop was there who pulled me over. And the judge said, how do you plead? And my logic at this point is I don't have a record. I've never been arrested before. I never spent a night in jail. This is just, you know, one guy who made a dumb mistake one time. And I'm hoping that they'll see that that's what it is. And besides, I know the cop has me dead to rights. He pulled me over and I was going 20 over the speed limit. So like, how am I going to fight it? So I just said, you know, I plead guilty. And the judge said something to the effect of, well, that's refreshing. And immediately, immediately his mood changed. It looked like someone had just brought him his favorite cake, a slice of his favorite cake. He was, he smiled. He looked up from his paperwork, looked me in the eyes, and he was like, well, that's refreshing. So, um, look, this is kind of like a first-time offense. Um, you don't have much of a record here, so I'll let you off. And I was just like, oh my God, I cannot believe that I took this gamble and it paid off because he could have just been like, you know, okay, thanks. Thanks for saying that you're guilty. Go to jail for six months. See ya. And, and that was it. I walked out, man. I left. It was done. It was the biggest relief of my life. And since then, I have never driven one mile per hour over the speed limits. I've even had situations where like people in the car are like, why are you driving 55 when it's 55? You can go 60. Everyone else is going 60. And I'm like, nope, don't care. Just don't care. Don't want to go to jail. If I drive the speed limit, I, can, I can't get in trouble. I know this is a very lame thing to say, but like for real, I almost lost half of a year of my life to jail just because of some stupid mistake of driving over the speed limit in a school zone. Definitely, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. I will never do that again. So when OP says that his brother had a moment where he realized that he will never make the same mistake again, I totally get it, dude. I totally get it. Anyways, back to the story. OP posted an update. So all this went down yesterday. My brother promised he'd pay for the damage to my car, and he kept that promise. The body shop guy cut me a deal at a fair price for replacing the damaged front-end parts of my Crown Vic. He just asked if I cared whether or not I used original parts. I told him, I don't care if you use original parts or not, because the car is far from new, and I do not want the bill to get too high. I had thought the damage was only cosmetic but unfortunately, there was some minor damage that the body shop would need to pull out. My brother willingly paid cash in advance to the body shop after getting the quote from them. He seemed all too eager to hand the money over and politely bid me goodbye. I won't say how much it was, but it definitely hurt his savings, especially after the fine that he had to pay for driving without a license. He had been saving up to buy a replacement car, but he won't have one until his license suspension is over anyway. And I don't know when that'll be, but I think it's going to be a good while. Anyways, my parents had given my brother a ride to the body shop. And as soon as my father got out of the car, he admonished me for making me spend all of his money fixing my car. 
I imagine they were about to say something about how I should have just lent my car to him to begin with, and how this all would have been prevented if I had. But something in me snapped, and I cut them off. That's when everything spilled out. I called them out on everything that came to mind. All the favoritism, how they act like my brother has always been more important, how I had to move in with my uncle just to escape their unfair treatment, how they let my brother steal my car and then tried to lie to me until I threatened police, how they themselves tried to lie to police saying that I was the one driving when my brother crashed my car, and so much more. And I ended it all by saying how stupid it was that they were mad at me for making my brother pay for the damage that he caused by stealing my car on effing Christmas, and then driving the thing around without a license while he was intoxicated. By the time I finally stopped, I was nearly out of breath. My mother was crying. My father was red in the face and looked like he was about to explode. Then he just took my mother by the hand and started walking out. But then, some guy who I don't even know that was sitting near the door blurted out, You guys are narcissists! Well, that was enough to send my father over the edge, and he started attacking the guy. My father is not a small man, and he knows how to throw a punch. So, he started beating the stuffing out of this poor guy like a mad gorilla. I yelled for the clerk to call the cops, and they did. My father heard that, bolted out the door, and drove off. He actually left my mother behind, crying in the lobby. The cops had to pick him up at home, and surprisingly, he cooperated when he was arrested. But he's looking at charges for assault. The guy he beat up suffered a very swollen black eye, a possible broken nose, and a concussion. I was there watching when they loaded that guy into the ambulance to get him to the hospital. My mother has called me, crying and blaming herself. My uncle said that it's about time that my dad tasted some karma, and my brother is doing everything he can to stay out of it. This is not how I thought this was all going to go down. I mean, yeah, the guy sounds right. I think they are narcissists. It sounds like your dad does deserve some karma, and it does sound like it's your mom's fault as well. OP, I would recommend checking out r slash raised by narcissists. It's a support group filled with people who have been in very similar situations. Our next Reddit post is from your new best friend. I give away a lot of my kids' stuff on Facebook Marketplace for free when they outgrow it. The amount of parents who expect me to deliver it to them for free is astounding. Whenever my child outgrows something, I try to give it to another family that needs it. I usually clean the item up and post it with pickup only and a generalized area of where I live. Usually, with everything I post, I get at least one person message me a sob story about how they don't have a car and they ask me to deliver it. I don't deliver it because I'm already trying to do a nice thing by giving away stuff that I could easily sell. I've given away high chairs, bouncers, ride-on cars, and once an entire kid's outdoor play castle with a slide. I had one woman ask me to deliver it and then get mad at me because I refused to put the castle on hold for her because she was going to ask around to see if someone she knew could come get it. She then demanded to know if I had any other kids' things that I could give her for free because I wasted her time. Right now, I'm trying to give away overnight pull-up diapers. It's half a pack sealed. It's free. The post says what area I'm close to so people can decide if it's too far away to drive to get it before they message me. I got one person message me asking where I live. I give them a general area and they said, Oh no, that's too far. I don't have a car, but I really want this. Can you drop it off? I live in a town that's 45 minutes away from you. I told them that I wasn't planning on driving to that town anytime soon, and I asked for gas money, and they replied, 
I thought they were free. It would be cheaper for me to just go buy diapers. I don't have a car, so I was hoping you would bring them to me. This always happens with the kids stuff that I give away for free. I'm tired of being treated like a butthole for not wanting to drive all over the place to deliver stuff for free. I'm trying to be nice, but I'm not an effing charity. It's kind of rare that we have better stories in the comments, but down in the comments, Draft Level 28 has an even better similar story. My aunt, who's the nicest woman you'll ever meet, had this happen with a washer on Facebook Marketplace. She had a guy get a hold of her and tell her that he really needs a washing machine. His washing machine broke, and he's raising six kids alone. He was willing to pay my aunt's asking price, which I think was 50 bucks. However, he asked her if she could hold it until the weekend. He was very understanding and super nice. At the same time, a woman texting her asking, Can I pay less? I only have 20 bucks. You need to deliver. I need it now. She was very rude. My aunt explains that she'll have to wait because another guy asked first. The woman gets even ruder and more demanding and starts name-calling. She's a complete douchebag. My aunt gets so mad that she loads the washer onto her truck, calls the guy to ask where he lives, about 45 minutes away, and then drops the washer off, refuses to take his money, and even hooks it up for him. The guy and his kids are grateful and nice. My... <laughs> My aunt then texts the woman and tells her in detail what she just did, and then ends with, just so I could tell you to go to hell. It's always funny when nice people get pissed. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.